0: A light treason news, everyone, pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. I'm joined today by Rachel and Chloe. We're oh. back. Hello oh. darkness, my oh. old friend. Ooh, uh, how are you? <laughs> I'm Ooh. great. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yep. Same. Yeah. <laughs> we both feel great.
0: Yes. All over. Didn't drink or anything last night? No. Definitely not. We didn't not cry. All. Okay. <laughs> I so we had tech for our show woo, 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 woo. on Saturday. And right before we like broke for the evening, I looked at them and I was like, <laughs> Okay, so we're not gonna drink because we're gonna be fresh tomorrow. And then I went home. And I watched, and I'm going to talk about this because we're in the pop culture section. Hell yeah. A bunch of Atlanta and Legion. Oh, yes. Okay. Which was a great night. And then I was in bed by nine. I'm genuinely Which I can vouch for because I texted Allison in all caps, R, letter R, U, the letter U, awake. So I woke up to that text and I was like, oh,
2: no. Well, see, I went back to Brooklyn. Yeah. Got in, I put my comfy we pants say on.
0: we forced you back to Brooklyn. <laughs> you were ready to keep coming. There was an intervention, and then you were sent no, home. No, 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 friend. I'm
2: talking about before we went out.
0: Oh, yes, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you were very
1: responsible. Uh,
2: I, I went back to Brooklyn, I put my comfy pants on, which, if you know me, once the pants, like, the regular yeah. pants come off, uh, there's no getting me out. Sure. Uh, I started watching RuPaul's Drag Race, and then I was like, oh... I can have a couple drinks and it will be a chill time. Mm-hmm. I'm in a weird headspace, guys. Yeah. And though I did have a couple of drinks in a short amount of time, mmm yeah. Sad Rachel came out uh-oh. to play. Oh, she was she was there. she was there. I kept being like Am, am i scaring you am i yeah. am i ruining our friendship <laughs> all
0: chloe texted me was very drunk very sad rachel was out <laughs> last night and i was like oh no <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's all really you need to know <laughs> i was sitting next to rachel for like extended periods of time and i can't even count the amount of texts that she sent me that just said I'm sad. Oh, no. <laughs> I did. I think I sent, like, 12 in a row. No, That's just no said I'm joke.
2: sad. But, like, not in a row. Just, like, in a short period of time with no response.
1: <laughs> and I just kept, like, reaching out and, like, grabbing Rachel's like, okay. And then I would get another text. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sad. I'm sad.
0: i know. You already knew texted you are. me that. I knew
1: oh, God. Oh, it was so sad. And it really, like, played or, like, it really, like, tested, like, my emotional boundaries. Like, can I handle taking care of a friend? And I can't. Right. <laughs> I'm terrible
0: <laughs> at I, it. I could have told you that, Chloe. <laughs>
1: Uh, where did you guys go? So we started at, so I was coming from like improv an improv st- show. started at, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: I only uh, went to one place. Okay.
1: Yeah, oh pizza. Yeah, that's true. Um, we started, I had a show at the Pit Loft, uh, and it was an all queer show, which was great. And oh, a lot right, of people right, right. came out after, which yeah. I like figured was going to happen. Uh, and we went to Pioneers, In which my is, head, I
2: just imagined everyone coming out. Yeah, we right. all-
1: took turns at it was like an open mic and we just like told our coming out story you already took like roll call and you're <laughs> like still gay <laughs> still ga- yep. still gay okay can i
2: can i quickly sidebar Absolutely. to talk about the guy that stared at us oh
1: it was okay so hell. we're oh, like in a God. circle
2: of queer women sure very
1: obviously queer like, no there was we also no
2: doubt. were ta- we were ta- talking we were like, women,
1: about China. uh <laughs>
2: about uh kendall Jenner being gay oh yeah yeah, yeah. um which I guess I, I didn't. Is know Is she the story. actually gay or what? I don't think so. No.
1: I think it's a it's just speculation. Like a dance with oh, speculation. Okay. Yeah.
2: So we were talking very loudly about that, and this guy, I lock eyes with oh him. He's like standing on the outskirts of our circle, and I keep making yeah. eyes with him, looking like just like intently staring at us. Which I get. We were being loud, and then he like half comes into our circle, nope. stands, and is like turns to one of our friends mm-hmm. and goes I'm not listening to your conversation I'm just watching it it's very entertaining Ew. and she deadpan mm-hmm. stares at him and then just goes thank you and goes <laughs> turns around turns around and goes like back into it the was, conversation incredible and then he just stood there for like f- solid watched, 20 minutes literally watched us 20
0: minutes engage with each other Ew, gross Ugh. creepy creepy Mm-hmm. Um, well, guys, since we're in the pop culture Hell section, yeah. I guess I'll start. As I mm. said, I watched the first, like, five episodes of Atlanta. Oh, it's so good. It's so weird. Cool. Like, the I first... Did you guys see the first season? I have not. You should.
2: I've, like, I seen bits and bobs yeah but i haven't what a weird phrase <laughs> bits and bobs is that a thing i not not in pertaining to tv <laughs> yeah 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 i have heard it
0: before yeah yeah um it's really good it's obviously it's very funny but also it's just masterful storytelling and it's also it has very surreal aspects to it uh Yeah, it's really, really good. I love and Surreal. And like episode one of season two is so weird and it's so good. But like they immediately went from like zero to 80 in the first episode. And I was like, awesome. Whoa. So I've been enjoying that. It's on FX if Ooh. either of you want to watch it. I'm in. Oh, man. And then I saw the, oh, man. I just like really weird television, obviously. But the season premiere of season two of Legion is Ooh. so fucking weird there's a dance scene
2: <laughs> i'm in yeah mm-hmm. it's
0: really really good there's like an aggressive dance off in it oh. oh my god what
2: kind of dance is it like ballroom or oh, is please it please like tell me it's like all hip-hop. like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. It, it's
0: more like hip-hop oh. modern yeah oh. Uh, oh, it's really really good it's super i weird. just want
1: you to picture high school chloe getting into a dance circle and having to dance my way out of it <laughs> <laughs> at a college party I in a basement in you.
0: i would have faith that oh a full Chloe circle get formed out around me <laughs> yeah, uh, uh yeah so it's so good the only thing with legion though is and i would say this with atlanta too watch it from the beginning yes okay just don't like pop. i like have uh, no, to do that you say I that can't. like it's it's a matter of fact thing but i'll never forget i was talking with someone Eric. and i was obsessed at the time with breaking bad i said eric it's gotta be eric it wasn't eric uh i was talking with someone about breaking bad and how much i liked it mm-hmm. and they were like yeah i didn't really like it and i was like <gasps> oh really and they were like yeah i mean i saw i only saw the uh like the season finale and i was like what well then of course you didn't what? like it they saw this se- i'm sorry the series finale the what? very the- last episode of breaking bad then if- what no context didn't no know investment. any of the characters no investment they, they were like it wasn't that good and i was like you are you fucking high? <laughs> what are you what? talking? This is not Did how I? you watch a show. But apparently, people do that. They'll like just pop in in the middle of a Ew. random season, and I'm like, no. you can do that for like fucking Family Guy. I was like, modern real show. It's yeah. funny that we like, picked like, two. Yeah. Family like family Friends. Shows. Who yeah. gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, um. the
1: George Lopez show. But
0: any kind of like, I forgot about that the show. George Lopez show. It was Lopez always show. on when I oh, I would
1: wake up in the wow. middle of the night, wow. like at two or three yeah, every night when I was a kid, and it would be on TV. Wow, and it scared me. song. Oh, it terrified me.
0: Mm. So, guys, uh, do you have any yeah. recommendations oh. since I last oh saw you? Oh, my God. I could
1: talk about Don't
0: this. Don't say Haley Kyoko. Oh, no.
1: I won't. I won't. I won't. You
0: say it literally <laughs> every time you're on the channel. Like, I won't. Yes. So but expectations you know, is an album. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, wait. Wait. No, wait, wait! I have uh, an Cardi insane new album.
1: <gasps> I haven't That's, listened. It's Fuck.
0: really good. Cardi B's new album is great. Uh, you, you know who
1: told me to listen to it? Uh, I'm in a character class with Ava. Uh-huh. And she was like, she was like fucking jamming to it. She's like Cardi B, and then just starts like, it just starts like rapping. I was like, okay.
0: Well. My my Lloyd team just had our photo shoot, and we had the which Cardi you B looked out. so <laughs> good <laughs> on your Instagram story. Oh. I was like, okay. And I then like, what's funny is like I was definitely one of the weaker members of the That's, team. Oh my like, god! Corinne was Don't giving insane. Oh, no, you looked so you looked good. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So basically, our photo is we're recreating, um the sistine chapel uh god touching adam's yes. hand. Uh so <laughs> that's our improv comedy photo. Yeah, but with the pinky cuz we're called it. promises. So we were doing that at uh the studio like late. We were there until like 12:30. Whoa! And we were uh playing Cardi B's album and what? just like jamming. It was Fuck so yeah. fun. But, yeah, so I would recommend that to people. What yes. were you going to say before I jumped in? I have – oh, my God. Oh, I saw a movie, and I
1: don't know if I loved it or hated it. <laughs> I watched it all.
2: Oh, yeah, you also uh, live texted me this. Yes.
1: I It was bananas. It is – I can't say it. It's a, – a, my Allure? Boston can't say that Allure? word. Allure? Allure. Yeah. Allure? Yep. Thank you so much. A-L-L-U-R-E.
2: Like the magazine. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. uh, it's What's I think it about? was straight to, it? like, DVD. Evan Rachel Wood, which, like, I was like, okay, Sold oh my god did you god. start watching that because we were talking about westworld yeah i literally was like okay. i wonder what Evan major wood's been doing okay and i looked it up and she was in this movie and i was like oh recent and she plays gay in it sure that's okay. all i need yeah, oh my god that's All i need oh my god i this is if you watch the trailer like this isn't a spoiler she gets into a insane relationship with a 16 year old girl she's somewhere 20s 30s it's like ambiguous gets into a hardcore relationship with a 16 year old your name i know it's well, that, but predatory. like, it's like it, this was like a. Th- it turned into a thriller. Oh, oh it, no, it? it don't made like it. me. I loved ERW. I am. S- she's great. I'm so unattracted to her because she played this role so well. Ooh. She like. The gr- they hadn't even like had sex. They had like kissed maybe once, and it wasn't like reciprocated from the younger girl. Okay. It was like this weird power dynamic. This is like why it. I didn't like, like the movie. I don't this. Like is why I did not like it. Predatory lesbian. Yeah, and. It, like you could tell this high school girl wasn't like reciprocating it incredible acting on both sides uh but it like after that like kiss she, her character's like we're soulmates we have to do this that and the oh. other and i'm like what and she like keeps i can't say what I, oh my god guys please everyone watch it so i can vent to everyone oh god. it was I, insane I never heard of it i hadn't either and weird for Good reason. Yeah. But I did feel better because the actress who plays a high schooler is 20. So I was like, okay, this is a little better. Okay. Ugh, Jesus. I had to check immediately.
0: I, um. Well, that that is like, call me by your name. Like, because Timothy Chalamet is yeah. older than he looks. Yeah. But I, it, like, originally, I was like, mm, how old is he? It was like, like call
1: me by your name, but like, if it could go like, the worst wrong. way yeah, it could possibly yeah, yeah. go. Yeah. Oif. Oh, boy.
0: Wait, wait, wait. If Oliver was a stalker. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah,
1: yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. No thanks.
2: Um, I've been, uh. I almost said ingesting. That's not. Please <laughs> don't phrase been doing. it that way. I've been <laughs> consuming a lot of cult-related materials. Mm. I'm listening to the Heaven's Gate podcast. It's so good.
1: So good. Is that what is that about? I've never heard of
2: that. Uh, Heaven's Gate, which is a cult, but like the whole
0: podcast is about that. Yeah. Yes. Oh. And also the, the guy, guy who hosts it uh, grew up in a cult, so he has like a An very unique perspective. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Um, but it's really interesting. Like they have all of this archival footage of the cult members talking uh, about Ooh. like being in the cult. It's and just stuff. called Heaven's Gate podcast. It's just called Heaven's Gate. Heaven's yeah. It's also interesting because you see how I think there is an unfair assumption that people who join cults are like dead eyed zombies like, and like weird sex stuff, weird sex. stuff. They don't do honestly, it's just stuff. like a group of people who usually it starts like they have good just intentions. Like yeah. yeah. But they genuinely believe they were aliens. But it like, but they warmed up to that. Yeah. Mm. Like, it, it didn't, didn't start, start with that, that way. Yeah.
2: Because
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. when you hear that, you're like, oh, they're crazy people. Yeah. No,
2: you can see how it builds. Um, and then I'm watching, which this is a non Um, mm. I don't think I'm going to be able to finish it. I really want it to be. Have I, to- I might have to talk about this on the show. I really want it to be um, the leftovers. And it's not oh, okay. giving me that. It's the path.
0: Dude, same. Same. I tried I started want it to watch it. So
2: badly to be good and I don't think they're good
0: actors. And it's I didn't like it. me up. And people I were pretty aggressively recommending it where they're like, No, it gets so good. And I was like, I'll try and I was just like, I can't do this. I'm
2: like I think I'm like five episodes in. Okay. And I only saw like two episodes and I was like, I don't think this is good. I keep watching it, just hoping something will change. Yeah, But I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm gonna keep watching it, but I'm trying. Because yeah. I want it to be good. I love that Guys, kind of story. Just
0: watch The Leftovers. Let's all just watch The Leftovers again. <laughs> I Everyone, <know>. get together. <laughs> Everyone, we're all coming to Alliston. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. It's a party. Woo. Uh, yeah, The Leftovers is so fucking good. But I mean, very much in that vein of this is going to sound weird that I'm comparing these shows, but Atlanta, Legion, and The Leftovers. I love shows that introduce like a very surreal aspect.
2: Oh my God. This doesn't spoil anything. It just won't have context for people who haven't watched it.
0: But the whole hotel, the hotel, that's when I was like, uh, oh, this is like Twin Peaks. This is beautiful, which I still haven't seen. I'll totally rewatch Twin Peaks with Mm. you guys. Yeah, yeah. In Westworld, we gotta watch. Yeah, yeah, we have to watch Westworld. Westworld, yeah, like soon because we only got a week, baby. Well, since you don't want to drink, let's just like meet up and watch it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I love
2: consuming media who am i
0: i love
1: nibble media consume media Mm,
2: mm, mm, i mm, want to snack mm. it snackable content uh
0: any other recommendations um
2: i was i'm listening i get in into these periods of time where i want to listen to a lot of new music Mm. and then i find songs that i like in each of it and i just listen to it on replay till i hate it i feel like i'm gonna wreck
1: the same song
2: is it Hayley Kyogre? Oh no! Oh then no! <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> Are you about to fucking bring <laughs> up? Well, no. what, what other song would we recommend? Yeah, why would you? Why would it, it would be this? Okay,
1: never mind, never mind. I'm gonna save my rec. Okay, okay. No, no, no. I want you to. No, I. Save. I only have one more recommendation <laughs> out of any media, so I have oh, to save it.
2: Um, there's like two songs that I keep listening to on replay. It's uh, "Lost Boy." Okay. By I think it's Ruth B. Okay. Um, it's a song I want to dance to. Oh. Um, like. Like club dancing or like, like, sway, slow dance, sad, modern. So, you think you can dance dancing? Okay. Um, and then the Broken Hearts Club, and that's by Nash G N. Okay. A S H. Um, they're both just like very, like, feely songs that I imagine young girls are dancing to at Mm -hmm. uh dance competitions across the world. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. All right. Good rec, Chloe. Uh, now that you see how wrong you
2: were,
1: fine. It's you 100% have been listening to this on repeat as well. Because I know you. Do you stalk my Spotify? No,
2: because... I get so scared people watch me my... Me too. Me too. Because this girl Can texted me and goes, every time I hear it, see that you're listening to Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, it makes me want to listen to it. What? And then Crazy Ex-Girlfriend became... Do you m- have it public? I mean, someone... Someone can unless you're doing a private session on Spotify. Someone can look at what you're listening to. That's so And creepy. what's on your playlists? I crazy girlfriend was my number one played artist last year.
0: Wow, which is like embarrassing.
1: This. Oh well, that's a it's a musical show, right? Yeah, I've never seen it, but okay. That uh, makes
0: sense. I really like when Spotify does like your year, year recap. Yeah. However, the year I was listening to Hamilton a lot, it was not great for my top like uh, 2017 yes. tracks because it would be like. A uh, random track, random track, and then a random track of a Hamilton, <laughs> which n- the flow it, is it's not just great. Sad. Yeah, my <laughs> I remember okay, my what's like, your song? Year, um, the King Princess song.
2: I don't know what that is.
1: Yeah, you do. Wait, what is it? It's by it's the the girl only has one song on Spotify, the 1950 song. That's what it. A hundred percent. I know what it is. Yeah, I fucking told. 1950 by who? King, who? King right? King yeah, Princess? Yeah, Princess. King Princess. Okay, King. King? King like a crown on your head. <laughs> Let me look at Wait, it. Wait, oh now God. I don't know. <laughs> Ugh, but it's what it's just like my kind of music. It's like indie kind of music. Yeah, yeah. Like s-
2: yeah, it's guitar. King, like King Princess uh, King.
1: Okay, that like voice where you're like, are you actually singing or are you just like, I don't know. Well, she can sing. It's like no,
0: it's, it's like bro- it's like
1: coffee shop that kind of like indie. Singing. Oh, like
0: indie sort of. Yeah. Did which you is is like see my the OSFUG sketch? Where they slow down? That's hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, they slow down like party songs. Like, oh, oh, I Slide love that. to the left <laughs> and Slide to the <laughs> right in <laughs> that like indie gross voice. Like,
1: I
2: love <laughs>
0: I love covers of yeah. songs like that. It's such a white girl thing. That's a that's it's a, such a white girl thing. That's actually a storyline in Atlanta. One of the episodes. <laughs> oh, really? Right? There's so Atlanta's about. Um, Don Glover plays the cousin of a guy who drops like a sick rap single, and his rap name is Paperboy. Mm-hmm. So, Don Glover's character ends up like managing his cousin's career. <laughs> but so, <laughs> Paperboy is also like a drug dealer on the side, and he's in one of the episodes he's meeting a bunch of different drug dealers and one of the drugs dealers is this white guy who has a white girl f- girlfriend who did like a, a very cover. slow breathy cover of Paperboy's yes. single <laughs> and <laughs> sends it to Paperboy and he's like what the fuck is this shit?
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: so funny. Give oh,
2: me a white God. girl singing Ugh. Ignition. Yeah. <laughs> oh. so. I literally used to have that on a playlist. No. I'm uh,
0: trash. Alright oh. guys. So right now it's Monday so that means I have an interview with a a very interesting person. I'm so excited. <gasps> oh, I'm sweating. So uh, it's Chloe Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> you said they, they were, were interesting. <laughs> uh, oh
1: no! Uh, oh, you guys oh, just no. uh, heard did you hear the end of a friendship? Did you
2: hear it? I did. It sounded like (laughs) when a friendship ends in a forest. (laughs) Did (laughs)
0: anyone hear it? So I spoke recently with Paul F. Tompkins who you should follow on Twitter at Paul F. Tompkins. He's a wonderful comedian who I've known many, many, many years. He's also a wonderful guy in case you were wondering. (gasps) So we talk about a bunch of stuff. We talk about baseball, Black Panther, drunk history, uh, meditation. Oh, yes. Everything you could ever Want to hear Paul F. Tompkins (laughs) talk about? So, we're going to go to that interview right now. Please enjoy. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for doing the show. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, because things are so terrible in the world right now, uh, I'm yeah. asking some of my favorite people what they're doing right now to sort of preserve their sanity. So I guess let's start with what are you watching right now that's giving you some escapism or hope or
3: joy? Well, definitely the Olympics has yeah. been very helpful. Um, and I the Olympics is a thing that I don't really... I don't really think that I care about until it's happening and I'm actually watching it and then I get <laughs> swept up in it and, it ha- and it's any sport. It's it, so many times, you know, like a thing will end, you know, f- like figure skating ends and then they they start the curling. And I remember the first time I ever saw curling the when I first laid eyes on it saying, what is this stupid thing? And then <laughs> literally 30 seconds later, my heart was beating yes. like a jackrabbit. Oh, my it's, God. I get sucked into every single thing immediately. And, um, and so that's been great. That's been great to kind of, uh, you know, have a little distraction. I'm glad that baseball is coming back because baseball was a huge um, refuge for me last year and um, you know, last year, last year was pretty rough. This yep. year looks like it's going the same way, yep. <laughs> if not worse. And um, so thank God baseball is is on its way back. Like spring training is is gonna, they're gonna start, you know, showing um spring training games on uh on my little baseball app, and I'm 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 very happy about that.
0: Wow, so you're hardcore. You watch spring training.
3: Yeah, I don't understand. People give me, like other baseball fans give me a hard time about that. It's like, it's just more baseball. <laughs> yeah, Why, that's why true. not watch it? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I, I never thought about it that way. It's just watching extra baseball games. I guess yeah. that is true, yeah. <laughs> I'm being very judgy, and I shouldn't be. <laughs> uh, so what about in terms of entertainment? What are your favorite TV shows? Or what's the last movie that you saw that really struck a chord with you?
3: Uh, I just saw Black Panther, which yeah. I really enjoyed. I thought, you know, because those superhero movies, you know, I, I they they lose me a lot of times with the action. And, and I get mm. that, you know, that's 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 the appeal. Largely, is like you're going to see all this crazy stuff on a big screen, you know, and it's going to be a loud, rambunctious, fun time. But a lot of time. Most of the time that CGI stuff, it's so obviously CGI. And it's like that's when I check out like it's just cartoons that are fighting each other, (laughs) you know, and it's it's I feel like CGI has come such a long way, but they still haven't tackled like when things move quickly Mm. uh, to make them look real. Do you know what I mean? Like they've got I feel like. I feel like they have got slow movements down pat, but like when stuff starts to speed up, it's like, oh, that's just that's just a cartoon. But Yeah, um,
0: yeah, definitely in Black Panther, like where I get lost sometimes or where they lose me is I don't give a shit about car chases. And <laughs> right, at right. all, I just check out and I'm like, when is it going to be over? When are we going to return to the plot? Uh, yeah. But in Black Panther, there's like a really, really cool car chase with lots of CGI. So that's two yeah. things where they would normally lose me. And it's like the best <laughs> time. It's right. so well done.
3: Yeah, it, it was. I, I enjoyed that it was more um, more thoughtful than most of those movies get like. Yeah. You know, it's like they most of those those movies they get into, of course, comic books always get into moral issues and, you know, uh, the notion of power and and the notion of responsibility and what do you do to help people. But this obviously was um, uh, took that, I think, a lot deeper and was really enjoyable to watch for that reason. I really I really I really liked it a lot.
0: Yeah. Same. I have to go see it again. Uh, What TV shows are you enjoying if you're watching any?
3: I am. I, uh, drunk history is still a, yeah. uh, an all timer for me. I love that show. Um, another comedy central show corporate I've really been enjoying. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think what else like on Netflix and stuff like that. Um, I, I started watching this, this show called Berlin Babylon. It's a German show, um, which is, uh, Tom Tykwer, who I think is one of the, the It was the director of Run Little Run, um, is one of the producers on the show. And it's, uh, it's a, it's a strange offbeat show, um, that, uh, I, I, I really like a lot. It's got weird little, um, quirks, but they don't, it's not like aggressively quirky. It's just enough, uh, flavor that you feel like you're in a different place. Um, but it's set in, um, uh, pre-World War II, uh, Berlin, like the, the, you know, Hitler's is is ascending to power and, um, uh, it's, it's, it's really enjoyable. It's a lot uh, that doesn't sound like fun, but it actually is.
0: Yeah, no, it does sound fun. Um, (laughs) speaking of drunk history, I just saw a clip from one of their, I don't think it's aired yet. It will have aired by the time, um, this interview plays, but they had a clip online of, uh, the episode about Judy Human and the fight for people with disabilities. And yeah. I'm watching it. And of course, it's hilarious because it's drunk history. But I realized drunk history is the only show that can make me laugh and cry because yeah. it's like, it actually is really moving, the story of Judy Human. And I was like, this is so well done. Like, I feel like I wish they could show it in schools. But obviously they couldn't because everyone's drunk. (laughs) But I'm like, it actually is educational. I do enjoy it on that level.
3: It really is. And I, I, you know, having been inside the show, I know that uh, they they really do pride themselves on um, being as accurate as as possible as, as much as comedy will allow. Like they don't they don't just you know, make shit up. You know, it's very important to them that the the stories are all researched and, um, you know, they have the, um, they have the narrator, uh, know their story cold, not just because, um, they're going to be drunk when they're telling it, but also because, uh, they want it to be accurate. You know, they, they don't want to be saying stuff that's not true. Um, to the point where, uh, uh, Matt Gorley, who's a friend of mine was doing a, um, uh, he narrated a story, about, uh, Werner von Braun, uh, working for, uh, you know, th- what became the space program, you know, in, in America. And it was very important to him that it not end on this note of like R- Werner von Braun, what a great guy. Like he came <laughs> from Nazi Germany and he was, uh, you know, a bit more complicated than that. Um, and so he, they were able, so the, the producers like, yeah, let's end this on, a complicated note. Like he, he did these, he did these things. He, he developed this technology that, um, led to our space exploration, but he was, uh, you know, a guy who worked for a fascist dictatorship, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and, um, was not exactly like, uh, completely apologetic about that. Right. You know, he, he kind of, he kind of escaped, he, he saved his own neck by coming to work for us. But, um, you know, he's not exactly, uh, 100%, uh, guilt free.
0: Sure. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, So what are you listening to right now? And that can mean music, podcasts, if you're a fan of podcasts.
3: I am. I I listen to a ton of podcasts and uh, lately I've been enjoying, um, I I was late to the game on this, but Throwing Shade with Brian Safi and Aaron Gibson was a show that uh, has been running for a long time, but I only just discovered it. Um, in the past year and it's it's I love it so much. They are um they're really uh hilarious. They have such a great rapport. Um and you know, they talk about current events and uh in a in a in a smart and funny way. Um Culture Kings is a is a new podcast um that's uh three improvisers, Carl Tart, Edgar, Montplazier, and Takes Neal. Um, they had a show called Against the Grain. This is their new show, it's the same guys, but they don't have guests now uh it's just them talking and um you know they they were uh there are three um african-american improvisers who are uh talking about whatever you know they talk about current events they talk about pop culture um uh and they're they're really funny and it's it's when people have a tight rapport like that that's always fun to listen to so those those are two things that i've i've really been enjoying lately
0: nice uh and what music are you listening to right now
3: Man, you know, my my current music has really uh, uh, because I, you know, I live in Los Angeles, so it's driving all the time and podcasts are kind of my friend Mm. um, in the car. But uh, so I I went back. I I don't know what prompted this, but uh, there was a band called The Roaches, three sisters um, who were uh, their big heyday, I guess, would be the 70s. And I remember my oldest sister Um, listening to them and for whatever reason, they pop back into my mind and I, I downloaded, uh, three of their albums and, um, they are, you know, they do like these, these great harmonies and, uh, they do original songs, they do covers, uh, and I think they're still active. I think they're still out there. Um, but there's this song, if I, I would recommend to anybody listening to this song called Hammond Song um that's off their first album called The Roaches um which is just this it's it's a beautiful song um that i it's one of those ones that you you just stick on repeat over and over and over again
0: yeah yeah i'll check them out that sounds awesome um so are you a fan of audiobooks i'm trying to get into audiobooks right now because i've been hosting podcasts for like over 10 years now and I only just recently started listening (laughs) to them which is so fucking weird to say but it's true and now I'm obsessed obviously because I don't know if you know this but podcasts are amazing um I'm just (laughs) very late to the game on that um and someone was like oh you should like try audiobooks if you're into podcasts and I I haven't tried yet but I don't know why it's so hard for me to get psyched about listening to a book
3: well, I feel the same way. Oh, sorry, not to. I didn't no, to no, no. Go
0: ahead. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Is that I? The idea is terrific. I, of course, that should be a thing. And I, when people, when people I know who listen to them talk about them, it sounds like oh, this is a no-brainer. This is obviously a very enjoyable way to take in a book. But I, I it's. I feel like if I'm, I, I feel like I don't want to. Uh, like lose my place. And I feel like that's easier to do with an audio book than a regular book. And if I'm a lot of people say I do it in the car and I feel like, well, I know that I know that I'm going to get distracted at some point by the act of driving. And so I'm going to lose, I'm going to miss out on some of the book. And with a podcast, it's like a podcast is like someone in the car having a conversation with you or listening, or let's say you got two people in the backseat and they're having a conversation. But, uh, it, so it's easier to kind of um, uh, like get what's going on in a in a passive way. You're still taking it in, but it's not. I feel like the focus required for an audiobook, Maybe I'm wrong. And maybe if I tried it, I would I would see like, oh, no, this is just like listening to a podcast. It's fine. But I am I just haven't done it yet. I can't bring myself to do it.
0: I like that we're two people who haven't tried it critiquing it. <laughs> I, know, I know. I should just. Sit down and actually listen to the audio but <laughs> you know what? That's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna try it and it'll be right. fine. Uh so finally, before uh you have to go, um, is there anything that's like not media related that you're doing in your daily life that gives you a little reprieve from all of the madness?
3: Hmm. No, <laughs> I don't think there is because I, I do think that I'm I'm constantly taking in, um, uh, you know, sensory stimulus and, yeah. and it's always in the form of, of entertainment or news or whatever. And I think that, um, you know, and it's also just being busy and stuff and running around and, but every, I gotta say every once in a while, I, I was being good about, um, meditating, um, which people had advised me to do for years. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's a good thing that I should do, but I don't know how to start doing that. And then I just started doing it. And it was, uh, although I felt like <laughs> I, I had, <laughs> I had a problem with it because I felt like I'm doing this poorly because my <laughs> mind would wander. Then I would get mad at myself for my mind wandering. And even though that's that's allowed, it's like it's yeah. okay, you know, you can always bring yourself back to it. Um, I did like having um that twenty minutes of stillness, even if my mind did wander sometimes and even if I didn't achieve nirvana, it was nice to have that twenty minutes of stillness every day. And I think I gotta get back to doing that.
0: Yeah, I think that's so important. Just the other day I was walking in New York City and I just It struck me how bombarded we are and like with advertisements and like just interactions with other people and like people bumping into you. And our our brain is constantly working on overdrive, trying to process all of the stimuli. And it's so Mm -hmm. important just to like, even if it's just 10 minutes a day, like not look at your computer, not look at Twitter. And just like even if it's just focusing on your breathing, I think that's so important. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. This was so great talking to you. Um, I hope you have a great rest of your day.
3: Allison, this is my hope for you as well.
0: <laughs> Talk to you later. Absolutely. Bye. Thank you again to Paul. Please follow him on Twitter, Paul F. Tompkins. I don't know if you ever uh see that he's doing a show in your neighborhood. Go fucking see him. Go to him. He's so Run funny. To him. He was one of the first comedians I saw who I was like, oh, Uh, comedy can be like um very creative and kind and more like storytelling Mm -hmm. and i've seen him improvise like long stories i love
2: it 15 minute
0: stories just off the fucking cuff and it's literally the funniest thing i've ever seen yeah he's he's really really talented and and I don't often get to say this, a genuinely good human being. That's, mm-hmm. uh, My heart. No. I love it, that.
2: It, I can't tell you how much it breaks my heart when I find out someone I, I think is talented is like a shitty person. Bad, yeah. And I know it shouldn't,
0: I mean, it depends on why they're a shitty person, mm-hmm. that it shouldn't matter and it shouldn't affect how I feel about their art, but I can't help, like when I find I out a comedian's yeah. an asshole, uh-huh. it's hard to enjoy their comedy after mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I,
1: I really can't separate art from the person at this point i'm like i know i should but i can't yeah Yeah. i just
0: want to be friends so guys it's that time right now and it's inevitable and we have to get to it here is your bad news the bad
2: news we're
0: talking bad wow All right. Today is bad news. It's a doozy. I braced Rachel and Chloe before I said I was going to talk about it because I was like, you know, it's real. Mm -hmm. It's it's real. So uh, it's very sad news. There uh, was a photojournalist named um, Yasser Murtaja who documented the uh, strife in gaza for many years he was um friends with people i know uh friends with journalists i know and he was uh very recently a couple days ago killed in uh the middle east as he was documenting the horrific slaughter of palestinians by the idf um And so, obviously, really, really sad news. Uh, An Israeli sniper shot Murtaja in the abdomen, Mm. um, despite the fact that he was wearing a flak jacket, clearly marked press. So, that's a war crime. Wow. Uh, Mm. And certainly not the first time Israel's done it, but it is a war crime to shoot journalists, especially if they're clearly marked press. And it was extra ironic, I don't know if that's the right word, maybe horrific, that this happened because and this had been widely mocked by people, the IDF recently (laughs) put out a statement where they said the Israeli military tweeted they knew where every bullet landed because obviously they were being criticized um, because the IDF famously slaughters civilians Mm -hmm. and uh, particularly a lot of children. And then they claimed that, uh, you know, that uh, Palestinian terrorists are using uh, women and children as human shields. Which is fucking ridiculous, because by default, they are living in a very, very small, penned-in area. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're not using people as human shields. It's just a lot of people living in a very small area. Mm -hmm. So when the IDF blanket bombs them with white phosphorus, which is another war crime, they inevitably end up killing Women and children and then they say, oh, but these terrorists were using them as human shields. Anyway, so they were being criticized because there's a, a renewed effort by the IDF right now to slaughter Palestinians. And their response to this was, well, we know where every bullet landed, which either means one of two things. Um they are deliberately mm-hmm. targeting civilians. Yeah, which,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or they're so fucking inept they they don't. And I don't believe it's the second one. They don't realize they're also killing uh, press and and women and children. Um, I. They or they're just, just
2: in denial. Yeah.
0: They just don't care. They they don't yeah. see them as human. They want to obliterate them. It's genocidal. Mm-hmm. That that's really the the heart of the matter. So, it was extra. Um, horrible that Murtaja had been killed right after this because it's like Mm -hmm. if it's true you know where every bullet's landing then you're deliberately targeting press Mm -hmm. and i don't think that's a stretch to say that's true because anybody who is perceived as being sympathetic to palestinians and literally that can just mean trying to photograph wounded and killed civilians are the idf considers you to be fair game yeah, I told Chloe and Rachel I was like please don't <sighs> feel like you have to weigh in on this. I just no, I like, feel I have to talk about it. Could listen to no. you talk
1: about this for you're so much more informed than me so I don't want to like
0: chime in and be an idiot. I mean, yeah, the only reason I know anything about anything is there are really amazing Palestinian and Palestinian American activists who have done incredible work showing us the on the ground consequences of the IDF's actions, because without that, we literally just have the IDF's propaganda, which is that we're killing terrorists. And Mm -hmm. it's like, cool. But it was people like Murtaja who were there, who
2: honestly breaks my heart.
0: Yeah. Who were photographing the, the consequences of military action, which by the way is important not just if Israel's committing acts of violence, but the United States as well. Oh yeah. And by the way, the IDF couldn't exist without US funding. So we're funding this genocidal behavior and it's a lot of money guys. We're, Mm. we're fully funding someone else's military (laughs) in case you're like, why do our schools suck? Why don't we have enough money for anything? I will never, ever, ever,
2: ever, ever, ever understand how much money is allocated toward Quote unquote, not even just defense, mm-hmm. but funding any kind of military action.
0: It's really it's wild. Yeah. It's so much. If you ever see money. the breakdown of the money, it really, really is wild. Especially like sometimes it's keeping like a, a model of jet running that doesn't really work. Like that it was some kind of like weapons experiment that didn't fully flush out. And they, they keep experimenting. Like, <laughs> oh my God. It's really, it's, a, it's amazing when you see. M- it like broken down the budget broken down yeah. in, in those terms but um, I just want to imagine a world
2: <laughs> let's go to Rachel's corner okay yes, yes, yes. no but I just want to imagine a world like what what would the world be like or I don't think it is possible to exist this way because maybe this is just humanity but like no weapons <laughs> what is that I mean like? it's a nice thought
0: it is a nice no, thought
2: like,
1: do we even have the capacity to
2: ever be at that place No, I don't think I don't know anymore. I don't
1: think. uh, No, not where we've gotten to now. You can't backtrack. Hell no. I don't think.
0: No, unless humanity is is is, like wiped out. Is there
2: ever like an alternate universe, (laughs) like like a a path of humanity where we didn't go? Are we gonna talk about (laughs)
0: alternate universes, which I'm also into? But yeah, I I mean, according to one theory of of yeah um, astrophysics, there is a universe somewhere where there are no weapons. Oh, I I just want to know like what would have
2: to happen to to get to that or what would have yeah. had to have happened. I don't know. It just, it's it's so interesting to me like how, so I'm getting like very no, big. Okay. um, But like how how things have like spiraled to the point where it's just like stockpiles and stockpiles of yeah. weapons to the point where no one can get rid of it Yeah, because then it puts them at a quote unquote disadvantage. Yeah. Well, that's right, a-
0: mutually assured destruction. Uh, yeah. I was just going to say. Right, yeah. I, I mean, and there are, have been I don't know if studies is are the right word is the right word but that mutually assured destruction doesn't actually work yeah <laughs> because right. it's like I don't know my, my great fear is that like if we needed an example of that we should destroy these weapons Hiroshima and Nagasaki were those yeah examples yeah. right and that didn't do anything. No. So it was just like, that just led to people arming themselves even more aggressively because yeah. they were like, Oh shit, they have those weapons. So yeah. we should have something as well, which you get, you know, yeah. other countries seeing the United States yes, using nuclear weapons. It's like, fuck that's scary. Yeah. I just like, uh, there's like no doubt in my mind that like humanity,
1: like it's going to be like a nuclear thing. It's uh, I think we're like destroying one destroying missile the planet goes, one missile goes out. I think it's, I don't think so. I think it's nuclear nuclear yeah nuclear like i think it's gonna be one big like someone sends a missile the other country sends a missile some other country sends a missile it's like a fucking yeah, we've come really whoever lives whoever like
2: lives we
0: came really close to that during the cold war War. there was just a a russian submarine captain who stopped it save the world yeah yeah really really (sighs) really frightening when you think about that stuff but um yeah so i should explain why this latest wave of violence is happening. Mm -hmm. So Israeli forces have killed at least 15 Palestinians um, during something that's called the Great Return March, which is uh, Palestinian refugees fighting for their right to return to their homeland because the origin of this conflict, obviously, is that um, Jewish people uh, wanted a... Uh, A settlement that they could call their home and they chose this region in the Middle East the only problem was people already live there Mm -hmm. so imagine chilling in your home one day and an army shows up and says this is our land now Mm -hmm. that's the origin of this where you know the Palestinians live there first Mm -hmm. so occasionally they do this great return march where it's a protest and it's them saying like Um, we won't be forced off our land or we want to return to our land. So according to Gaza's ministry of health, over 1400 Palestinians have been injured in Gaza by Israeli sniper fire. And, and that's really key that it's sniper fire. So what does that mean? Well, they're targeting people from really far away. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So this isn't an imminent threat thing Mm -hmm. as as the IDF has been claiming. Um, over two dozen Palestinian protesters have already been injured on, on Saturday. The protest turned violent after the first day as forces under the direction of the administration of Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu deployed tear gas and used live fire to force back those approaching the security fence. Uh, and I'm reading from Sputnik News. Um, but, yeah, I if you have any thoughts, and I know we have a lot of um palestinian american listeners uh hashtag light treason pod let's Mm. talk about it let's have a conversation let's have a friggin' conversation about it so guys now that we uh, talked about some very sad news don't worry before you go off on your merry little way, I'm going to leave you, and here it is, with your good news. Good, oh. good, 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 good news. <laughs> All right, so once again, my good news is something bad happening to someone who I don't really (laughs) like. (laughs) So I love that. Actually, I have have two stories like that for your good news. In case one wasn't enough. (laughs) So I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Tony Robbins, who in case you don't know who he is, he is like a self-help guru. Mm -hmm. He became very famous because uh, extremely famous people followed his methods and, and really invested a lot of you know their own um, faith in him like Bill Clinton was a big mm-hmm. Tony Robbins follower he has a lot of tapes and CDs yeah books. Rachel knows a lot about him because you have a self-help podcast I do yeah. called A Little Help Please oh, yes plug it listen in, to us on in. all the things you should subscribe Yeah, you
2: can read along at a alittlehelpplease.com um, a very famous comedian just posted that she wants to start the same podcast guest basically (gasps) and i was like no uh
0: do you know what to say yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) like yeah yeah, yeah.
2: she's in the ucb ish community okay um (sighs) and someone tagged me in her post and was like "Mm, rachel already hosts this (laughs) then she's like who (laughs) (laughs) Mm. fair enough yeah but listen to me (laughs) uh
0: so uh, tony robbins recently was giving one of his weird lectures and a woman identified as um Uh, Nanine McCool
3: Thank you
0: Stood up in the audience To call out (laughs) Tony Robbins Take on the Me Too movement And this was in San Jose, California Mm -hmm. Um, Because Tony Robbins Had previously tried to characterize Some of the Me Too proponents As people who don't take responsibility For themselves (laughs) Tony, no, no he also bizarrely championed a man who chose not to hire a qualified female applicant because of her looks. So those are two great takes. Mm.
2: Again, what I've learned from self-help is <laughs> I don't like being told by men like Tony Robbins what to do. Yeah.
1: Wait, I have a question. Does he like do people like a point self help people or are they just like i should help people and they decide they're all of a sudden a guru yeah
0: they're they're yeah, yeah. it's a brand
1: Ugh, yeah i hate yeah. it i hate it
2: yeah, especially because they come from a place of either like having de- like this isn't everyone this is a sweeping kind of mm-hmm. statement about it but a lot of them come from a field like psychology yeah um not everyone though yeah.
1: that that I understand and like qualified like, people quote unquote like
2: like have like pr- mm-hmm. a proven track record of helping people okay so then they're like I'm gonna make my method wide wide well known well, I don't yeah. know what I'm trying to say um sense. but a lot of them have like a particular method which Tony Robbins if I believe him correct I haven't mm-hmm. honestly done his stuff on my podcast but um yet I think he's in the camp of like affirmations yes mm-hmm. like. Uh like there are like workbooks you can buy to like work through certain things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Very,
0: um, very expensive seminars yes, and yes, stuff yes, like yeah. that. It's it's like shocking. a whole thing you can buy into. Sure, yeah, because it's a brand. Mm. Um, but if you haven't seen the footage, it's it's actually really upsetting because Tony Robbins is a very large man yes. mm-hmm. and she's very small and he's like in her face. Fuck so that this was the exchange um so she confronts him about what he had said about the me too movement he said i'm not knocking the me too movement um and then he claimed that mccool's explanation was simply her own experience and then he said i'm knocking victimhood what you're seeing is people making themselves significant by making somebody else wrong so she stayed calm, and she tried to tell Robbins that many of the movement's proponents are advocating for safety at home and at work to create environments that are free from sexual harassment and violence. And she said, "I think you do the whole movement a disservice." Um, so then he tried to use her to illustrate illustrate his argument, pushing his fist against her fist. No, in a spectacle, oh, mean more uncomfortable given the so-called guru's towering. He's six foot seven um when you push someone else it doesn't make you more safe it makes them angry which sounds like a threat yeah Yeah. it's like
2: oh you're gonna tell me not to do something well i'm gonna push back
0: yeah yeah um and and uh a a voice near the source of the video heard uh said it's awareness it's not pushing so there were like other people who were like you're wrong dude um So then Robin shared a story about a very famous man, very powerful man who seemed to illegally decline to hire a woman because even though she was the most qualified candidate, he considered her, her good looks a liability, which was like, okay. So he like basically moved on to another terrible example. What? (laughs) What? I don't know. I'll I'll link to the whole thing. It's from Huffington post and they also have the video too. Um, Mm if you want to watch it, even though it's very upsetting. But I I thought it was awesome that this woman stood up to him and was really brave because that's so yeah, intimidating. Like good mm-hmm. for it's he- not just that he's a huge man, which is scary enough, but he's also so famous. And yeah. to be like, dude, you're wrong. Like, it was so badass of her.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, growing up with a name like McCool, you must just have this, like, <laughs> blind confidence. Um, no, that's amazing. Yeah, I just... Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, new good people like that who make themselves an expert in anything. Yeah, is he? Does, does make he have any
1: like
0: I'm sure like there jugglies. are a lot of uh, does he, is
2: he qualified? Uh, in
1: any anything? I'm sure
2: there are a lot of people that have found help in what he's provided, but Shh, I yeah. think I think the dangerous thing with these quote unquote gurus is them branding it as like the end all be all or like like the sure thing thing. Mm -hmm. yeah because at the end of the day it's like you some people are gonna be more receptive to some things than others right and if you're not being receptive to it if and he's branded it as like your solution to being who you want to be um it's it's gonna make you feel Like there's something wrong with you. Right.
0: Yeah. And then finally, guys, I don't know if this, I hesitate to call this good news because somebody died, but it's definitely an an appropriate metaphor for what's happening right now. Trump tower caught on fire. Oh my God. (laughs) And sadly, 67 year old Todd Brasner died and six firefighters were injured. But if you ever needed a completely apt metaphor for the current presidency that's it it's that trump tower caught on fire and guys this is the second time it's caught on fire in 2018 oh god and the reason it's so dangerous is because trump towers um trump built his buildings pre-1999 which is when it was legally required to have sprinklers inside of buildings <laughs> And he has refused to update his buildings because it would cost money. So when a fire breaks out in his crappy buildings, the fire spread very quickly and uh, people can fucking die and firefighters can die and... get injured again has no one seen this is us (laughs) i mean i haven't and i know this is a bad idea um that
2: makes me so angry because one fires are terrifying very terrifying so
1: prevent not the fire but putting sprinklers yeah Yeah. it's so easy (laughs) but also just how is that legal to not
2: yeah like i get that he built it before the code
0: I think they're getting around it because they were they were b- built yeah. pre and I think they make the argument that it would be like financially impossible for them, to, which oh, is a I'm lie. Sure, I'm sure. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm actually not sure how they get around. Ugh. I mean, the 1999 legislation. Um, so this is from CBS, according to the New York Times. So this is CBS quoting the New York Times. Cool, cool, Um, cool. Mr. (laughs) Trump was one of the developers in the late 1990s who lobbied against sprinklers and buildings. He then recanted once the legislation passed with grandfathering provisions that meant existing buildings did not need to install them. So he was very anti them until he uh, found out he didn't have to put them in. Oh, my God. Uh, He said that he understood they make residents feel safer. Um, no, they like Why are they, safe. I think they,
2: <laughs> they do. Like it's not just like I mean, safer. they do make them feel safer. But then also, when a fire happens, like it's it like, will
0: help, will make put it out. Just, yeah, I think we're really, like yeah, water. If there's like a fire, water. Did good. you know that water puts out fire? What, what? did you know that? What? I just found out because I read this article. Also Is it by by, but but Alison? How do you get the water in there? Well, no, there there doesn't make any sense. The Sprinklers. The what? The sprinklers. Those are lawn things. On top of cupcakes? You put them on. No. Not sprinkles and not lawn sprinklers. You put sprinklers on ceilings that detect flames. So if there's a fire, uh-huh. the water puts them out. Have you ever seen um,
2: uh, Hocus Pocus? That's how Who they hasn't, work. not right? I said that. That's they you they I <laughs> like I I have you guys <laughs> both look at me? I have.
0: I love Chloe, that have movie. have you not seen no, Hocus baby. Pocus? All right guys, so I hope at least one of those good news stories made you feel a little bit better mm-hmm. and <laughs> that uh, Trump Tower was literally on fire. <laughs> Please follow Rachel and Chloe on Twitter. Rachel as Rachel is, Rachel is uh, real slim. Chada, Yes, ma'am. And Chloe is at It's The Chew. They're yep. also both on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. At Rachel
1: Chada, babe. Chloe yep. underscore Patterson
0: underscore. Two underscores. Two. Let's get crazy up Ooh. in here. And guys, thanks for listening. Yeah. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It helps so, so much. Oh yes. And uh, yeah, while you're at it, get out there and cause a little trouble. Yeah, I love you. you.